give everybody an idea of how me and Ari know each other, um, we had a brief interaction at one of her events for Hippie Hideout. It's in Orlando. But then you also say you do it in Altamont Springs? Yeah, so um, it's actually not my personal event. I work for a company down here called We The Future, and they host a monthly open mic kickback called Hippie Hideout. And then we also we have an office space, a recording studio, full full-fledged production studio in Altamont that we also do an event called Hippie Lounge at, and that's twice a month. So, yeah, that's just for a little bit of clarification there. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Because I, I, I wasn't sure because I, the first time I went to see Kaylee, who was one of the... One of gotcha, the, yes. the headliners, yeah. Yes. Um, I don't... I don't believe you were... Uh, you probably were there, mm-hmm. but I... At the time that I think... I was there. I didn't see you. Mm-hmm. And then the second time we went, it was a very cold day. And I remember Ari went up and it was like the end of the show before they were going to do open mic. And you took off your coat and you were like, yeah, I'm just going to go up here and just do my thing. And mind you, it was so cold out there that night. I don't know how she was doing it. Um, and then at some point you just started going around to like, yeah, like talk to me guys and then you just went around to everybody mm-hmm. and sort of talked to everybody and then we were just kind of waiting for you like a black friday line like, hey. <laughs> hey, what's oh going my on? gosh and then now here we are now here we are yeah yeah that night was definitely one to remember um exactly like you said um i went up and I said, love is about sacrifice, so I'm going to sacrifice my warmth for you guys yeah, and, and perform. Um, and I was in a little wife beater <laughs> and um, and some jeans and did that. And yeah, that's kind of my uh, thing in terms of like going around and speaking to people. I'm always about networking, always about um, formulating, you know, real relationships with people and a lot of the times it's it's kind of easier to do that after you go on stage and you right. you know i don't want to <laughs> sound you know what i mean but like you go on stage you give your best and then people kind of um they have a different mentality towards you so it's a lot easier right, to, right, to speak with people like... especially because um i don't know i'm a small person like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it can mm-hmm. be awkward sometimes um just networking in general like it's definitely been um an experience of growth like learning how to not be nervous walking up to people or not feel like you're intruding or anything like that um right but yeah yeah no yeah same here too like like i would say thomas are thomas and i are considerably small Mm -hmm. individuals so like asking uh people like you know to be on the show and like talking to them it's just like uh i don't know Mm -hmm. um so i it's very weird it's very weird but we gotta go we gotta do it yeah you have to exactly you gotta gotta push past it and um just learn how to break out of like that social anxiety kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Are you originally from Orlando? This part of so no, I'm from I'm from Florida, but I'm from Sarasota, Florida. Um, it's cool. It's nothing. Yeah, what's going on special. over there? I don't really know I mean, much about Sarasota. It's actually. a beach town. We no. have Siesta Key, which is like the number one beach in the U.S. Ooh. Which is yeah, it's really pretty. It's a pretty spot, but I mean, it's. Kind of like what people think of Florida in the sense of like snowbirds where people go to retire, mm. that kind of thing. Like that is what the epitome of Sarasota. It's just old white people. Nice. Like nice. It's, it's pretty boring, um, but it's, it's pretty. Yeah. Cool, 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 mm-hmm. cool. And then, and, and then you moved 
sort of on this area a little later down the road? Um, yeah, I moved here a little over two years ago. Oh, I um, Yeah, to start college. So I haven't been here for super long, but um, it's been fun. Yeah, I like I like Orlando. Um, cool people, great artistic scene. You know, it's it's fun. But I'm definitely like a big city type of person. Mm, so. Mm. Um, I'm always like Sarasota was a small, small city moved to Orlando, which to me is like a small to medium so, yeah, city mid, and I'm going, time. I'm like all the way stretching, to, yeah. gearing up to go to a bigger city. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I actually graduate tomorrow, hey, um, dope, for music dope. business and, um, yeah, music has always been a constant in my life. It's, um, it's been the thing through, especially throughout high school that like kept, kept me alive, like kept mm. me hopeful. Um, and yeah, it's always been a constant. I, I didn't really know ex- like where I am now is a big shift to, to where I was, um, back in high school. Um, I didn't want to go to college. I really just wanted to like have my own independent artistry career wait tables and like wait to see what happens kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and then i eventually decided that i would get an education in music business which really jump-started my career where it is now um because now i work in artist development i have my own management company i work for a talent agency like it's, it's way more spread out um and i'm a lot less on the actual um you know artist side of things i'm i'm Mm -hmm. way more on the administrative and business side of things which i really love um especially because i work with artists who i love who i believe in and when you're a manager you're you're still a part of the creative process you know what i mean it's not like all you do is paperwork that's a huge part of it absolutely but i mean everything from music videos to recording anything that you can think of that has to do with the artistry you are kind of like the puppet master of which i love Uh, that's my favorite thing about it is being able to make somebody's goals make somebody's vision into a reality through just like my knowledge and my experience kind of thing nice nice yeah super dope. I, I we've never really had a lot of people who are like in the business side of music mm-hmm. like more out the forefront um so it's really cool so are you it's more of the sense i don't really know like i'm a more novice to this is it more like it's not necessarily like like record labeling and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. more like you being the manager helping these artists yeah. all into one creative field. Yes. Yeah, right? Am I Yeah, that's very much along the lines um So, what let me just give like a quick overview of what a label actually is. A label is a bank. A, a label is a bank that gives loans to artists um and recoups their value and has a lot of resources. Um so let's say one of my clients wants to sign a label, sign to a label, my job is to help them build leverage. So all that goes into that is numbers and numbers, like Mm -hmm. numbers in terms of audience, numbers in terms of streaming, numbers in terms of audiences at shows, audiences within any of your social media that you're doing, how much money are you taking in on your merch sales and on your touring, um, any subscription-based services. Like My job is to grow all those things through marketing, through relationships, um, so that if you do want a record deal, these are the things that we present so that we have leverage within a negotiation of a contract or anything like that. But other than that, 
I'm a very um like anti corporate type of person, mm-hmm. so I'm not really for labels um, unless they're indie labels. Usually that are run by artists. Those are the things oh, that okay. I'm a little right, bit more right. like. Okay, because other than that, um, it's really hard if you don't have that leverage to to not get fucked over, um, mm-hmm. you know. So, but yeah, other than that, um, management is really just it's it's a facilitation and a delegation job. Mm-hmm. You make sure everything gets done the way that it's supposed to in terms of whether whether that be administration, so registering music, making sure contracts and split sheets are in order, mm-hmm. whether that be facilitating a music video shoot, recording time, a photo shoot, any of those visual things um Mm. making sure people get paid is is another big part of it and keeping track of these receipts and invoices and stuff like that um but it's really in my opinion it is kind of the hardest job (laughs) in in uh, the music industry other than the technical stuff because i can't do it i can't engineer i can't (laughs) produce um i haven't breached out into that world and i have a lot of respect for those for those folks but as a manager you have to wear a lot of different hats mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's so that's insane so it's i've never really kind of seen like a lot of that aspect of it too mm-hmm. so the fact that you bring up a lot of those points is pretty crazy because like i didn't even think about like those aspects of like making sure that like all those like receipts are in order making sure like transactions and stuff are like really going through mm-hmm. that's insane so you're and, and that's what you're currently doing now really yeah like that's the bulk of your time that you yeah that's um that's what i have that, that's what my business is i mm-hmm. have um a management company called darren defy and i also do advisory services um because w- w- if i'm managing you it'll be on a contractual basis so i'll have a contract with you Woo. um but if you wanted to, for me to be your advisor or kind of like your consultant. I do that more on an hourly ba- basis. I have a lot more time um, in terms of, you know, being able to work with people and give them my time. It's a lot easier to do that on an advisory basis compared to a contractual management basis because right. um, I was actually speaking um, to an artist about this a couple weeks ago. I'm not comfortable taking on any more um, contractual clients because I could not give them the time that they deserve you know what i mean like i'm stretched so thin so it's very at this point very limited yeah i couldn't i I wouldn't feel good like having someone sign a contract with me and them not getting 150 percent of me on on an advisory basis i can do that more because okay we've set aside four hours this week that we're gonna work together i can time block that out we can make that happen opposed to as a contractual manager you're going to get sick of me. I'm calling you every day and making right, sure right. everything, you know, it's a lot more hands-on. Nice. Well, that's cool, though, because I, and and that's cool that I guess you see, like, not necessarily the limitations, but, like, it could be hard when you, like, pull more than you think you can, mm-hmm. when you know you can. Yeah. But, like, then that would sort of, like, this part of, like, the job will hinder that part of the job because yeah. then you... You're not putting the same energy on, like, equal amounts. Exactly. And I wouldn't feel, like, good in my conscience, you know, doing that. Like, that wouldn't, I wouldn't be comfortable with that, which is why I'm more, I'm more focusing on the consulting and the the advisory stuff in terms of, of new clients and new folks who, who want to work with me, but... Yeah, it's it's been a wild oh, ride. It's been yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of fun. 
Um, but yeah, that's what takes up the, the bulk of my time besides, um, working over at the, the music department at We The Future, which has been super fun. A lot of what I do over there, um, is artist man, is uh, (laughs) artist development. That's Mm, a lot of what I do over there. Um, in terms of like building courses, having workshops, just consulting with people oh that's cool out. you have like courses that you have and then yeah oh, so i actually dope. yeah i created um a three-month-long artist development course that teaches you about establishment marketing branding and like the actual creation phase right mm-hmm. nice that's super dope that's a lot that's a, that like i could see like even like just already working with the artists that you have mm-hmm. all the other stuff that has to go with it yeah yeah um so then what is the alternative actually now that i'm like, i'm interested so is the i'm gonna try my best here yeah is the alternative the fact that like because the old ways aren't don't really work as good anymore especially mm-hmm. with like record labels and stuff mm-hmm. is it just more of the sense of like doing it independently now yeah making the time to like go in the studio by yourself self-producing it by yourself working with people collectively by yourself if Mm -hmm. that makes any sense as opposed to a record label doing it for you yeah i would assume yeah so this is a lot of um kind of what we what we try to teach folks over at we the future um is that first of all you do you don't need a label to be successful um and if you have a label you'll probably and and they're actually pushing you and they're not shelving you Mm um you are seeing probably 15 to 25% of the money that you're actually generating for them, right? Mm. If you're independent, you get all of that money in terms of net value once your expenses are paid. So, like, when when you mentioned self-producing and self-recording, um, Swiss Army Knives are great. And so what a Swiss Army Knife is is a person who can record, they can engineer, they have camera work skills, they can do graphics design. All that's awesome. Not every person is that, um, which is why it's really important to build great teams. Mm, mm-hmm. Build great relationships with videographers and photographers right. and engineers and producers so that you, you know, as an independent artist, you have... This person, this person, this person, this person that you know you can go to because you built a great... You're friends with them. That's what the basis of this is. You you need to build relationships to the point where you're friends with people. Where these are things that are, you know, because it's you, because you have a great relationship, they'll do it. And yeah. it's one of those things, um, especially when you're starting out. Especially when you're starting out. Because you probably do not have the money to pay these people. So build, <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. So build great relationships with them, um, and build a great team that you can that you can work on. You know, five or six singles on. Um, and if you don't have management and you're doing this all yourself, which is fine, um, just make sure you have everything in order. Communicate with your team really well. Um, have a good marketing plan and just push the stuff so that you can get to the point um that you're beginning to collect royalties on stuff you're beginning to you know sell shows or take performance fees that you're you're starting to do merch or you have a fan club and you begin to give to to build capital so that those people who you know were essentially doing passion projects for you before whether that be photo shoots music videos mixing um you can pay those people now and you can retain them as a part of your team and you guys can all grow together so like for as an independent artist who's just starting out like that's the that's the route that i suggest that they take and then once you what the more that you grow um and the more that it is to handle like it because it's going to be difficult to to handle everything that goes into your career that's when you that's when you get a manager 
Nice. nice. Yeah. That's super dope. That's Thank a lot you. to, yeah, that's a, and that's a lot to go through too. And then like, that brings it back to like, what you said, I, I, I remember you posted something about Lil Sims. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to her when she first came out with mm-hmm. the recent album that she came out. And I didn't even know, like, even like artists like that, because I, I, I think it's safe to say that it's very, you know, the market's very saturated. Absolutely. Um, and so then the fact that, like, even an artist who can, like, put in the amount of work and, like, detail into, like, the music that they've done and, like, get all, like, you know, like, I like watching, like, albums that would come out of artists that I don't know about and, like, they just get rave reviews. But then, like you said, like, on, on the post, like, she can't afford to go on tour. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. Cause, so, because then if you don't have like someone to fund it for you it's just i'm assuming it's just not possible um that's where it comes into like building that capital so yeah. so right now is in my personal opinion in terms of opportunity and possibility the absolute best time to be an artist social media the way that it works and and the opportunity as i said for artists to to blow if they if they understand how social media works and they understand how marketing works is bigger than it has, has ever been and there's a lot of different ways that you can monetize your stuff online so touring i'm jumping all over the place but um nah, yeah you're good <laughs> touring is besides merch sales besides sync placements besides like other subscription-based things like fan clubs and stuff like that. Touring is the moneymaker of the music industry. But it's also extremely expensive. Yeah. Right? So if you don't... So like you said, if you don't have that upfront money, it's hard... You know, it's hard to accomplish, especially if you're trying to do a stadium a stadium tour you know Mm -hmm. what i mean if you if you want to do smaller venues the thing that you're really more gonna have to worry about depending on on the deal that you have with the venue um is like any other traveling experience where are you gonna stay what are you gonna eat how are you gonna get around Mm -hmm. those are those are the main expenses um but if you do have that upfront money it can it can it's usually the thing that is going to garner you the most profits um but yeah like like kind of how i was saying earlier in terms of getting that capital so that you can do these things get five or six sync placements that each pay you ten thousand dollars and plan that tour so that you can gross fifty thousand something like that you right. know what i mean um and, and just be strategic with it that's why you need um like the people who you need on your team absolutely in terms of administration is your manager your business manager and that's the person who handles all your money and they're the person who's going to figure out how you're going to make the tour happen and your lawyer you know what i mean um so yeah it's all a numbers game and it's all about being smart with your money um and yeah just being smart with it understanding how to how to reinvest back into yourself so that you can continue to grow um but everyone everyone starts small and everyone starts it's it's a building process and you just have to go through those steps until you do get the money to 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 really launch yourself in a larger way i could i would say like maybe these days like I don't know if it's safe to say it, but I know people are very like independent more often than not now. Yeah. And especially in music, people can feel like it's really hard to like figure out like who to talk to, who to trust as far as like where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So now that you're in that field, especially in music and especially in Orlando, because I've I, we've had people on the show too, or in different music scenes around Orlando. I don't feel like Orlando has like a particularly one sound. Uh, 
is there stuff that you've learned so far like as you um like at, like being a manager like mm-hmm. some of the down like the pitfalls you've seen other people do hmm. as far as like what you think you don't like and what you would rather change on your side which is a more of a would you you see the downfalls of what they yeah. do and you'll see like that that will never get there this is why i mm-hmm. do it not better just like more strategically like you said yeah. like just some of the downfalls that i guess people on your side mm-hmm. don't do uh on my side of things that, that yeah, yeah, yeah 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 hmm. or on both sides too yeah my main thing i would because i interact with a lot of artists and um like when you started saying that like there's a couple things that come to mind that specifically have to do with artists but also their teams as well um first of all do your fucking research on people um and that's not to say like because people are gonna fuck you over it's because if you're gonna build a relationship with someone um you should figure out who they are. Right. You know what I mean? Just And that doesn't mean you have to, like, spend hours and hours. And, and you can also f- figure these things out by, you know, having conversations with them and learning a- about them. But if it's someone that you can, you know, take 10 minutes to go and look at their, their LinkedIn profile, their Wikipedia, like, do that um, and, and find out who you're talking to. And then the other thing mostly has to do with, like, arrogance Mm. Um, and there's a couple things that I'll say with that. The first thing is treat everyone with respect, no matter who they are. Um, you have no idea who can help you and how they can help you. And every single person that you meet is valuable, whether it's a fan, whether it's a venue owner, a promoter, another artist, a producer, everyone is valuable to you and can bring something to the table. So do not, um just don't allow like your perceptions of people to be like but until you know them and until you've you've either worked with them or you've sat down with them don't push them to the side and don't be an asshole essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then another thing that kind of has to do with arrogance is i don't care uh, you know until until you make money performing so you have a performance fee that is tried and true and that has that's how people they reach out to you and say how much you cost mm-hmm. until you're at that point perform everywhere mm. perform everywhere nowhere is is not good enough is is not good enough for you every opportunity that you have to perform is an important one it's a meaningful one it's one where you can garner fans and regardless of that practice bro mm-hmm. pra- practice so that's that's another one of my big things like i don't care you know, how many followers that you have on Instagram or how many shows that you've done. If you have an opportunity to perform at an open mic, at a showcase, do it. Perform. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I can see why, like, you know, it's, it's it can be a little, like, intimidating at first mm-hmm. with all these things going on. Because you bring out a different side that I feel like a lot of people probably don't know about or try to escape from because mm-hmm. they don't want to deal with it. So it definitely can be really tough, but like you said, you got to do it. You got to mm-hmm. do the work. So I, but that's cool that you brought those up. The, because I, I always have a tough time trying to figure out. Like Thomas and I are always interested. At first, when we first started, we weren't sure like how it was as far as like podcasting and how that market is, mm-hmm. um, and just like what people do and then how they work on their shows because like that's what I'm always interested in is like 
it really doesn't matter. I don't really care as much as like what they talk about. I care as much as like how they're doing it hmm. and like steps that you probably are doing that you could be like, oh, like you can take away from mm-hmm. and notes that you can like do mental notes and trying to figure out like what works, what doesn't like on yeah. your end. And then you sort of like apply it to mm-hmm. yourself. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say was, and, and you've been doing this nonstop for the last two years now too, yeah. while you're also in school. Yeah. That's pretty insane, man. Yeah, it's cool been stuff. it's been a lot, but it's been it's it's very fulfilling. You know, cool. I have cool, fun cool, cool. and I I enjoy what I do. Yeah, absolutely, and, and like I think that's also like a big thing too. Like if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then like why do it? Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. Uh, that's that's a, absolutely. But I I'm a very like realistic person, and you know. In, in the world we live in, not everyone can do what they can, no, cannot yeah, have the career sure. that they want. So for like sure. I'm very lucky um, that I'm able to to pursue my dreams and to and to do what I love, and um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what I was gonna ask was um, um, since you've been you know not, not now you're here in Orlando and you're doing your thing, like. Um, do you have any stories that, that, that have been pretty cool since you've been on your journey now, since you've been doing mm. it? I was kind of interested to know, like, what, what this has taken you, this journey. So, honestly, the coolest stuff, um, I have, like, NDAs for, so I can't talk about. Oh, okay, cool, but, cool, cool. No worries, no but, worries, no worries. But, um, honestly, the whole the whole thing has been amazing. You know, coming from not knowing just anything about the not really understanding anything about the music industry to you know because i'm very young i'm not going to disclose how how old i am but i'm very very young there's an nda for that one too yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) period but um i'm very very young so so going from knowing absolutely nothing about the music industry um and then allowing for my ambition to just kind of take me where it is and beginning to going to go to photo shoots and music music video shoots and shows and and, and networking and, and music conferences and have it like having large positions um and important positions like it's all been awesome it's all been nice. fun it's all all been a great experience and on and my favorite my favorite stuff is is when we get into that creative process like my favorite stuff is when we're we're sequencing albums or we're we're mm. at a music video shoot and I'm making sure that everybody is comfortable and that that everyone is, you know, get it's like, you know, my a big part of my job is just making sure everyone does what the fuck they're supposed to do. Um yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I'm a little I'm a, I'm a little bossy. So, yeah, you know, you, you and so, so it fits, yeah. you yeah, know, and yeah. I enjoy I enjoy bossing people around. So mm-hmm. it it all it's all fun. It's all a great experience and yeah. I've enjoyed just every, every bit of my career absolutely. For sure, for sure. I love that. Um not um, it's always cool having people who are very, very familiar with music. Mm-hmm. Um, what What have you been listening to, homie? What, what's mm. up? Do you have some recommendations? Or is there styles that, you, that you've that you always enjoyed since you've been like... I always say like people like we, we listen to music since till when we're born. But like mm-hmm. when was it that moment where you're like, okay, like I'm starting to find the songs, the styles I really like. You mm. know what I mean? Any recommendations um, out there for the, yeah definitely for the middle people? school middle school was when my my music taste really kind of got solidified yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah especially just the influences that are around me I used to be I used to be a skater nice, um, so nice. like always hanging out at skate parks and 
my like on my my dad's side i grew up with like classic hip-hop and r&b and then once nice. i started getting into like the skate world i was introduced to more like indie indie music rock music nice. um stuff like that my mom loves gospel she also oh, cool, cool. loves just hispanic music in general so all that has I, I'm, I'm a music lover in general i love all music period um but I mainly I mainly work in in urban music because that is is my love hip hop mm-hmm. R and B neo soul that those are my biggest loves. Nice. Um, some recommendations definitely check out Dochi. She's from Tampa. Okay. She's just like blowing up now. If I'm correct, she signed to TDE a couple weeks ago, and she she's so versatile. Like awesome, awesome, nice, awesome. Nice, nice, nice. Um, Hmm, let me see what else. Yeah, Ooh, Kamaya. She sounds like a little boy, but I'm I'm obsessed with her music. Baby Sosa is another one who I love just that I can let you know about. Nice. nice. Um Tia Karen is great too. These are cool. I've never see. heard of any of these. They're all um Tia Karen and Baby Sosa is Baby Sosa is an acquired taste, for okay. sure. Okay. Like, okay. I love her. Tia Corinne is way more like, she 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 makes fun music to me. Nice. Dochi also makes fun music. Um, Kamaya makes fun music. I I really enjoy fun music that makes me just like feel good and enjoy myself. Yeah, also, yeah. Azalea Banks. I gotta shout her nice. out real quick. Nice, nice, love nice, Azalea. Nice. Um, shit. Mooning Long is another one who's like recently popping up doing really great um she actually was a ghostwriter for many many years and just finally um got her own career in the limelight oh nice, nice. let's see shit there's so yeah. there's so yeah. many that i can't go over but i no, also yeah, got a shout sure. out just all of the orlando artists in general mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitely like my clients pain and Flair. some of the best Flair is one of it honestly let me just Flair is the best performer <laughs> that you'll ever see like period hands i down, I, I love him so much he's so young and he's so driven and his music has a message and definitely take take a listen to the catalog he has out now but we're also in the process of of rolling out a single that is super cool so definitely check out you know stay up to date with that pain awesome he's he has a, a long track record in this career, in this industry mm-hmm. um just makes great music is also very versatile and just someone whether whether you're a listener or whether you're an artist who's wanting to kind of come up on game he's a great person to go nice. f- go for for that um Dyshawn beckett has been popping up a lot who is awesome cadence has been popping up she's great honestly all the people who come to like we the future events and who perform and who, mm. who do stuff like that are great a new person who i was like put onto recently from one of those events dylan x pete he just dropped an ep super 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 fucking dope like definitely go check that out but there's so many like i could right. go on and on and on and on and on but yeah no for sure and and i think it's really cool that you know like we said, like music is really tough now. With so many people wanting to do it, it is really mm-hmm. cool that you've found a way to, you know, find those artists, you know, look for them because like they're just as important as just like any artist that you hear mm-hmm. like on the radio 
or like you just find on Spotify because like they they're part of that that whole cycle yeah. too. So. And yeah, and I mean everyone has has their time, and also everyone's version of, of success is different. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. as as an independent artist, you don't have to be a Megan The Stallion or a little baby to support yourself to to have a great audience and to have a career in music and, and be comfortable. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a, a superstar in order to do that. So just like a little tidbit, it's really important for artists, like figure out what success means to you, figure out what your specific goals are um, so that you can get there. And you, you know, the only way you get there is by knowing what, what you want to do and, and making plans for it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a saturated market, but everyone has their time, yeah. has their place. Um, and everything, everything works out the way it's supposed to. If you put in the fucking work, you know right. what I mean? You have to want this. There cannot be a plan B. There cannot be a plan C. You cannot, you know, be teeter tottering on, on what, no, you're the majority of your energy, you know, if you have a job and you got to, you know, handle that. But the majority of your energy should be going into, into your craft and into building your business as an artist and to, you know, perfecting that craft, being professional, going out to shows and, and meeting people and all that stuff. That's that's where your focus needs to be. And you can't you can't be knocked off of right. that balance, you know, right. right. Not necessarily on your side, just have mm -hmm. you on your side. In the Orlando scene, how would you describe it? Would is it more of the sense of everyone's for themselves? Is it a little bit more open? How have like you've taken it since you've been in it? And I guess not necessarily just Orlando, but other mm -hmm. scenes that you've seen that you're like, oh, this might be the one I kind of want to stay in, mm -hmm. or this is not the vibe. Yeah. So I mean, Cause in I'm this industry, so, yeah, in this industry, everyone is for themselves. Everyone's for themselves. It doesn't matter where the fuck you go. Everyone is for themselves. And I say everyone, you know, it's like the whole, like, all men thing. It's not everyone, but it's most people. Mm -hmm. Most people are out here for themselves. And um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know what I mean? Do what the do what you have to do. B you know, build, build yourself up and, and be selfish in, in some aspects because we need it. Um... But the perspective I have is, like, be selfish and get yourself right so you can help other people. Mm -hmm. um, there's plenty of people who um, just all over, like I said, it doesn't matter where you go. They will step on you. They will fuck you over in order to get farther. Um, and that's that's just one of the risks of being in this industry is running into people like that. But um, that's why it's important to, you know, build, build real relationships with people and really get to know people um, before you get into and sign contracts, like, you know, get your paperwork mm. in order um, so that you can, you know, you can not fully eliminate that, those type of situations, but that you can protect yourself um, for sure. Um but yeah, it, that's and that's how it is any everywhere. Uh -huh. it, it doesn't matter where you go. Every everyone is looking out for themselves, and um, yeah, like I said, that's okay. But just you know, we gotta you gotta be careful and you gotta protect yourself. Yeah, and and I'm assuming like with you now being in like this world in this industry, mm -hmm. um, it can be. I know like sometimes to um, still feel passionate, still love like what you want to do. Mm. In a world where, like, it feels like everyone's out for themselves and then everything mm. feels, like, very, like, negative. Um, 
I'm, uh, I'm assuming you try to keep yourself pretty, pretty positive and making sure that you still love what you want to do and not yeah. like hate it in the long run. Yeah, and um, a big part of that is also, like, I have surrounded myself with people who I love and trust in this industry. You know what I mean? I'm always constantly meeting new people and and building more relationships, but um, in terms of, like, the the close internal team that I have, I I trust them, I love them, and that is kind of one of the things that that keeps me um, comfortable, because that's a big part of, of what it is, and especially because we all have similar values like exactly what i was talking about um and what you brought up in terms of like people being out for themselves like what we do over at we the future the whole point is to create a community of artists venues engineers producers everyone in the music industry who are like-minded in the sense that we can all grow together and if we all help each other to get to where we want to be nobody loses and um that is that's one of my you know favorite things about the company and about the folks that 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 are over there um and i think it's important to just continue building those kind of communities come come over hang out with us at we the future but also like just act that way build those communities for yourself you know wherever you go Mm. um have that mentality and in my opinion there's no way that you can go wrong if you don't if you don't help if you just if you literally just help people build good relationships, make sure that the people you care about are taken care of, build symbiotic relationships with people where every you know, everyone is taken care of. There's really no way that you can go wrong. Just continue build yourself up, build others up and and create those those communities, you know. Ari? Yes. Where can we find you? Yeah, so um the main thing where you can find like most of what I have going on is my Instagram, which is at Nadie Sabe Official, so at N-A-D-I-E-S-A-B-E Official. Um, In there, you can find my link tree, which has my Twitter, which is Nadie Sabe Music. You can find my TikTok, which is my old Instagram name. I'm glitching. You can find my YouTube. Um... Yeah, you can find my LinkedIn as well, my online portfolio, like anything you want to know about me, head over to to the link in my bio on Instagram and you can find everything. To close everything out, um, what I want to say to you guys, um, kind of just reiterations of some of the stuff that I said before, um, build good relationships with people, care about people, treat people with respect, um, and as though they have value no matter what that value may be um build great teams around you of people that you care about um and just help people you know karma is real and your good deeds will pay off people will remember what you've done for them they will remember how they how you make them feel um and you know the butterfly effect is very real every interaction that you have every every move that you make um, become something bigger and it may be a week later, it could be 10 years later. Um, but you know, just act, act righteously. That's the best way I can put it. You know, be, be a good person, use your morals, use, use your, your values, um, and, and act within those. And, you know, we all fuck up, we all slip up sometimes, but just do your best, make amends with people when you, when you do fuck up, be accountable of yourself um and yeah just you know 
live live your life to the fullest extent without walking all over other people. That's 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 how I want to end this, and I just hope that everyone in the entire world reaches all their dreams and enjoys their life. That's 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 that. Yeah. <laughs>